that's embarrassing. This podcast contains vulgar language and sensitive subjects. Listener discretion is advised. My friend! My friend! It's so good to see you again. I missed you so much. So we haven't seen each other in like a month because, you know, vacations. Well, I wouldn't call mine a vacation. It was my time to go visit the family. My time. I had to go serve time with the family (laughs) for a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not that I don't love visiting my family. I mean, because they're listening, so I have to say that I like it. <laughs> but, but you know, it's just like, it's not the same if I were to go to a resort on a beach. Definitely, definitely. But, you know, vacations are still hard. You got to pack all this crap and you got to plan all this stuff. And what are you going to do? And where are you oh going to go? God. And In my first world champagne problems. It's rough. Vacations are hard. They're so hard. They're so hard. Talk about some entitlement right there. I know, right? I went camping, and I only got a shower, like, a couple times. With clean water. With clean water. I mean, it was hard. That that sounds hard. I had all the sand from the beach. It was hard. So where'd you you go? Well, I went to, I went over to the coast, to the California coast and the Redwoods to visit those for a while. Like I said, go camping in them. It was beautiful and gorgeous. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I got out of the heat wave that was happening all over the West Mm -hmm. and was living, loving some beautiful 75 degree temperatures. That sounds nice. It was beautiful. That that was really cool. So. Yeah. Sorry that your time served and wasn't as beautiful. (laughs) I mean. You can't have everything, right? uh, No. It was still fun. Yeah. And then, surprisingly, my little spawns, Captain America and Tinker Bell, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they were actually quite good, especially when we're on the planes and stuff like that. Which is amazing. That is amazing. Because otherwise, Batman will just lose lose his mind. (laughs) Lose his goddamn mind. He will batwing off of the plane. He should have brought his own bat... Batmobile. Cycle. Whatever the hell. It, well, the Batmobile's a car. What's the chopper one? He has a plane or something. That's something I don't know. Yeah, he should have brought his own. Well, Seriously. Whatever. But, yeah. but we're reunited and it feels so good. Oh, that, that was actually quite in sync. Nice. Nice. Anyway. Just the two of us. We can... Okay. So... Okay. Yeah, we're getting distracted. However, while I was on my trip... Mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends that I was with started watching all the weird, shitty reality documentary shows. I love those. So, I mean, I don't watch them very often just because, you know, I, I got other shit to do. And I'd rather, you know, veg out on something stupid like Friends from the 90s, because I'm old, than watch reality TV. However, my friend that I was with is an old psych nurse, too. And she's like, you got to watch this fucking thing. These guys are goddamn crazy. I just like sitting here and diagnosing everyone with all their mental health problems. With you being a doctor and, and all, uh-huh. how often do you diagnose people on TV shows? Oh, I did that before I was a doctor. Well, okay, that's fair. But, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's easy, but it's hard at the same time because you know that they're playing it up for the camera. Even though it's quote-unquote reality TV, it's, it's not real. Not. Right, like they probably put out a casting call for if you have a weird relationship with whoever, come on in, and then they pick the craziest ones out of that, well, or the then, ones who ham it up the most. Yeah, then you know they're gonna turn up the volume of the crazy. Oh yeah, it's like the the you know the frog in the boiling water. They don't realize that it's boiling until they're dead because they just keep turning the heat up and turning the heat up I've never and heard this adding before. all the crazy. It's like a it's like an I don't know not an old adage but uh, like a saying that when it gets hot so slowly that you can cook a frog in a pot of water and they won't know that they're being cooked because it get, just gets insidiously warmer. Okay, I get what, I get the mm-hmm. thing. It's just fucked up. And it totally is. Listen, this is why I'm like teetering on the decision of becoming a vegetarian. Well, don't eat frogs. No, I can't imagine why anybody would eat frogs. Gross. Anyway, okay, so we're diagnosing people on shitty TV shows. Yeah, and we were watching all these stupid fucking reality. But the worst one, so again, uh, Poison Ivy and I hadn't seen each other in a while, so I go over to her house last night for dinner. I'm like, oh, my God, you got to watch this fucking crazy-ass show because these people are nuts. (laughs) And so it's on uh, Discovery Plus, and, you know, I don't pay for that because I'm tight with my money. But uh, Poison Ivy does. So we were watching it, and it's called Extreme Sisters, and it's on, like, the Discovery Channel. And these fucking people <laughs> are goddamn insane. Dude, Crazy. Dude. Okay. 
Like so, just to give you a little background though, yeah. they're like this one chick is twins with this other chick and one of them has an abscessed tooth that has to come out, but she won't get hers pulled unless this other crazy bitch gets hers pulled also. Like what at the, the same fuck? time. At the same time. They have to do it at the same time. And the dentist is like, I can't pull out healthy teeth out of some bitch's mouth. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. And because again, I don't have Discovery Plus, I only was able to watch a couple episodes. So Poison Ivy's gonna tell me about what happened okay. on the next episode. Yeah, so then me and Batman, of course, had to watch it. But mind you, we had to watch it in small doses. We can only watch one more episode because you gotta do this in small doses. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like it's just too uh-huh. it's too aggravating on the psyche. Like <laughs> <laughs> You're just like I, I need to I don't know if I need to help these people or put them out of their misery. I I don't know. I need to do some self care after that. <laughs> so anyway, or drink a lot. Oh, I know, but it's I have a problem, so I try to avoid it. Anyway, so Fair. we watched the next episode. So those specific twins, because you know they, what annoyed me about them, they tried so hard to be like the creepy twins, mm-hmm. where because you know they dress the same, they act the same, they have the same everything, right? Mm-hmm. And they try to talk at the same time, but they're really bad at it. <laughs> Yes. And they'd try to finish each other's sentences, but they would only cue in when it's something obvious. Like, uh-huh. we want to start a family. And I'm like, uh-huh. uh, uh, you want to start a circus? <laughs> uh, you want to start a podcast? <laughs> oh. So, and like, what we failed to mention from what we saw together in the previous episode is that these crazy chicks shared a boyfriend Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then my mind was blown when i when they actually go to bed together all three of them all three of them and they all have sex at the same time and i was like what so this is this is fucked up this is and then oh no 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 we don't do things with each other but whatever he does to one twin has to do exactly to the next twin i'm like that is so there's a lot wrong with that so much wrong with that on all of their parts because the dude that's in that relationship with them and I, we were talking to Batman. I'm like, dude, isn't that like every man's wet dream to have the twins? And yeah, he's but, like, but no. Batman was like, absolutely, 100% Abs- that's, not. That's fucking disgusting and weird and creepy and no. And no. That's just no. Yeah. So Batman confirmed because he is the spokesman for all men, apparently. <laughs> um. Well, he was the only one handy at that point in time. So we got a consensus. Yeah. So anyway, these crazy ladies wanted to have a family, which I'm like, please don't do that to a poor child. Oh. And and they but the thing was they both wanted to get pregnant at the same exact time because that's how it works. That's totally how it works. Nature, nature man. Nature is right like, on. Yeah. All women just ovulate at the same exact time. Mm-hmm. And the pH is just right and the uterus and the floping yeah, yeah, it's a but, whole thing. It's a thing, yeah, totally. So they were convinced that they were able to conceive at the same exact time. And then I'm also sitting while they're explaining this. Mind you, they're trying to do the Valley Girl voice in their Australian accent, and it made me want to blow my brains out, Kurt Cobain style. That was like, rough. I'm, I can't even I mimic can't, it. I can't do it either. I, can't I tried. It. I can't and even do a good Aussie accent. Anyway, no. But like, then they're doing that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh god, land your plane. So anyway, <laughs> um, so they're explaining this, and I had so many questions. I'm like, okay, what are you gonna do? If one goes into labor sooner, one has an extended due date, or I don't know, you, you're you definitely not going to conceive at the same time. So they go to a, fertil- a fertility specialist. Really? And I'm watching this poor man's reaction, and these were genuine reactions. He was trying so hard to maintain a professional composure. I'm sure he was. And so he had to explain to them that you, that you can't conceive at the same exact time. And they were asking him in very disgusting detail of how they can do it, and they were describing how they have tried to do it in very graphic detail with a turkey baster. I mean, a lot of it was bleeped out. <laughs> okay. And you could just see his eyes trying to not widen. <laughs> <laughs> keep a straight face, keep yeah. a straight face, keep a straight face. He even said, he's like, I've never encountered anything like this before. I'm like, Nobody I bet you has. have not. And then they were, their minds were completely blown when he had to explain to them how nature works and you can't conceive at the same exact time naturally and so then they proceeded to ask about artificial 
insemination so they can conceive at the same exact time. Now, this is in Australia. If you're in the United States, you want to do that. They're like, well, if you want to shovel out the dough, fine. Fuck it. We don't care. We'll try. But still at that, you still can't guarantee that they're going right. to conceive at the same time. And it should be noted that these people are well into their 30s. 35. So they know how shit should work. No, they had no idea. They honestly allegedly. had no idea. Allegedly. They were like, oh, we had no, no idea. We like were totally, this is so bullshit. <laughs> That's what they said. Are you serious? I'm not fucking kidding. Oh my God. Just oh, like that. That oh was my God. best way of doing the Valley Girl thing. That was good. It, was it? Oh, uh-huh. God. Good job. Right on. So then he, when he explained that, then they're like, oh, well, we want to do the artificial whatever. And he was like, no. And, you know, we only do that for people who cannot conceive <laughs> weird it's it's for people who are having a hard time conceiving of course <laughs> or they're too ill or whatever it's not for crazy fucking people yeah uh-huh. and they left and they were so pissed and he was like well i wish you all the best and blah blah he was like really nice They're like you will see us again we will be back and we'll both be pregnant oh. <laughs> and i was just like cringing the whole time I'm like oh, that poor guy and Mind you, Batman's sitting right there lounging in the couch, and when he is, like, just blown away, flabbergasted, in fact, he his eyes get really fixated wide, and he kind of, ca- like, his head starts to move backwards, like, farther <laughs> away from the assault like on the his mind. Like <laughs> reflex, you just automatically start moving backwards. Yeah, It's me I the whole it. time. I'm just covering my mouth, like, what the fuck? And he's just, like, slowly, mentally. He has to get back- away. Get away. Farther and farther and farther and farther <laughs> away. So... Yeah, that, and I'm just like, the level of codependency is at a, a oh, fucking crazy. Oh, yikes. Mm-hmm. So what, okay, doctor. Oh, just totally codependent. But, and I was talking to my friend who I was camping with. I'm like, man, maybe they got that like shared psychosis where they actually think they're the same person. So can you explain what shared psychosis is to our non-mental health people? Sure. It's like, um, if you want to get really into it. If you believe in psychics and you go to a psychic and they give you your reading and you believe it, you could be sharing a delusion amongst yourselves with this yourself and the person who's a psychic. If you don't believe in psychics, that could be described as a shared psychosis because it's not real to some people, mm-hmm. right? Same with seeing ghosts. If like you and your friend are staying the night at like a haunted motel or whatever and you both see a ghost... But then to the outside people who don't believe in ghosts, they would say, well, they're having a shared psychosis because they're both seeing a hallucination, the same thing at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that's I've, what that means. I've heard of cases of shared psychosis with siblings and not necessarily twins or anything, but just siblings. And one is going to is committing a crime and the other one participates and has like memory loss and the same symptoms as psychosis to participate in like it was a murder Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that was considered and they it was a huge legal thing of saying well she had shared psychosis with her sister with a known mental illness and she empathized with her i think her sister uh, had schizophrenia and it was the shared psychosis argument yeah it's kind of like um when you get that what is it the pregnancy thing when the dude starts like having gaining weight and the sympathy pregnancy stuff it's kind of like the same thing that you empathize so much that you take on that person's um well in this case psychosis right so you can have the same delusion you can have the same hallucination you can have the same anything whatever and oftentimes the most common times i've seen it is when someone is they say that they're like possessed or they're hallucinating usually religious things and then the person usually a very close family member or friend is like, yeah, they really do. They really are possessed or they really are seeing these things because, you know, I've noticed X, Y, and Z, which no one else can see from the outside. But those two people have the exact same experience that they can't explain. Yeah. I see that a lot of ghost adventures when I sit there. Right. I watch that show all the time. It's so stupid, but I fucking love it. No, I, no. Love Mm -mm. it. Mm -mm. No, I would never go in my basement again. If I watch that kind of shit. Well, stuff can happen upstairs, too. Uh, most likely in the basement, though. That's what? Why the, dark, the basement? Because the dark things live in the ground. Think about it. Zombies, vampires, they're all from the ground. <laughs> they're all from the ground. Nothing pleasant comes out of the ground. Worms, snakes. Flowers. Spiders. Okay, flowers, whatever. Plants. Lame. Food. Lame. Like, I'm... 
of course, I think of food because I'm hungry. But <laughs> it is lunchtime. I know. I'm hungry, too. Yeah. Anyway, so... So yeah, reality TV, man, it's a shit show out there. I don't know how people can stand watching it. Yeah, I love it though, but small doses again, because then oh, I'm I just can't like, I kind of like having Batman watch it because then like, I'm like, see, I'm not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you complain about my family. Look at these fucking sisters over here. Yeah, my family is great yeah. compared to this clusterfuck. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you said that you wanted to talk to me about something. Yeah, well, you started out talking about, um, so the hospital that Poison Ivy works just went through a quote-unquote upgrade on their electronic medical record, which as anyone who healthcare knows, that is a joke, if you've ever heard it. And all they seem to do is make things worse. Mm -hmm. Most electronic medical records in hospitals or anywhere are based on billing, and they're based on insurance. And so they're not front end user friendly with like nurses and doctors and things like that because it's not developed for them. It's actually developed for insurance and billers, which kind of blows people's minds because they're like, well, don't they do this so that they can give better health care to patients? No, fuck you. We want all, it's all about the Benjamins out there. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What is that? What is that song? My money don't. My money don't jingle, jingle. It, it folds. folds. That's right. That's what it's all about. It ain't about <laughs> patient care. Jokes on them. I don't have any money. My my money goes. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> well, my money's on plastic. So there's that. I just have great credit and I don't have any money. That's what it's all about. You just about. live off of pretend money, like Monopoly. Oh, nice. Yeah, there you go. I like it. Like pesos. You know what would be really <laughs> fucked up? Speaking of fake money, you know all the people that like panhandle and such? Yeah. One of these days, I swear to God, I'm going to just put, like, Monopoly money in you should. there. should. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> it pisses me off. I remember when I was in Seattle, there was, a lot of, there was a lot of homeless people and such, you know. And it was colder, and I felt really bad. And I actually had, if anybody goes to Seattle, they got to try the Ivers um, salmon chowder. I know you don't like fish, so you will. It's, it's fine. You will not have it. But I it's like delicious. a nice chowder, I'm just like not nice with chowder. seafood in it. Well, but chowder is tasty. The whole point of chowder is to have seafood in it. Potatoes and corn. Oh my god, that's so boring. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> how? All right, go go. Okay, anyway, so I had like a bowl of it, and this is good shit, and it and it was still like warm. I just got it, and like I saw this guy sitting there, and so I was like, hey, you know, and he had a sign that said he was hungry. So I gave it to him. And he said, no. And I was like, your sign says you're fucking hungry. And he's like, oh, no, I've been blessed with a lot of food. I'm like, yeah, I don't see it. <laughs> you said that your sign says you're hungry. Yeah, exactly. And he wouldn't take it. And I was like, well, dude. <laughs> Probably didn't like fish. <laughs> it didn't have meth in it, I'm sure. I think that was the problem. Oh, you should have said it was uh, like a Jameson chowder. And he would have been all up in that. Jameson is like the whiskey. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not like the person. So no, 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 no. Like whiskey. Just give him a cup of whiskey. He'd be like, yeah, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Great. You know, for everybody offended about me making fun of homeless people, I don't give a fuck because you know what? I Like I just said, I don't have money. I'm not fucking giving it to you, and I work my ass off. Two jobs, in fact. Right. I do things. Mm-hmm. I donate other ways besides money. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I try to do kind things. Right? I just actually donated a whole bunch of old cell phones. I all charged them all up and cleared them all out, made sure they all still worked, and I donated it to the Women's Domestic Violence Shelter because they give them out to women because you can always dial 911 from any phone, whether oh. it has service or not. So they take old phones. That's cool. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I never would imagine that's everywhere. I Yeah, that's everywhere. Oh, okay. So yeah, I've done that a few times. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I used to be the type that would give, you know, people panhandling uh, money Mm-mm. you know like if I had a buck or two I'd give it and then after a while like I stopped doing it because like I'd see the same person there constantly and and I even seen some like load up in like a fucking car like a right not like some beat up meth mobile but like just a regular car not in a whoopty not in a whoopty and I'm like oh you fuckers mm-hmm. in fact now that we're on this tangent <laughs> go let's so, go I live by the hood. <laughs> hood adjacent. Hood adjacent. It's so fucking ghetto by my house, man. I seen the meth motorhome was gone. I, yes, that is gone. So, yeah. yay, I guess they decided to move their meth lab in the basement. 
of their house. Uh, I don't fucking know. I was hoping that they just, like, moved on, not... Oh, no, those fucking cockroaches are still mm-hmm. there. Anyway, but, yeah, the black... Maybe somebody in the neighborhood complained enough to the city to make them move it. I don't know who that person may have been. But anyway, I don't know who it was. Uh, Weird. Listen, I'm the villain here. I do have all these, like, good guys living in my house, though. So, like, that. You, you might be the villain, but that doesn't mean you do meth. I mean, come yeah. on. There's, yeah. there's villains, and then there's meth. <laughs> and then there's meth. <laughs> anyway, so... <clears throat> Where was I going? Oh, yeah. So, like, I was driving. This is ironic. I was driving to my job at the prison. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. It is fair. It's winter, so it's cold. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Where we live, it's pretty cold in the winter. And there's this lady, and I've seen her at that corner before panhandling. And she had a double, like, double stroller, you know, like a twin stroller. Uh With just, like, a blanket over it. Now, I know the tricks. Like, they usually do that for sympathy so uh-huh. people give them more money. But uh-huh. I'm like, fuck you. Because I have half a mind to pull over and walk over there and look in there. <laughs> yeah, there ain't no babies in there. there. I know there's probably no babies in mm-hmm. there. But bags of flour. Bags of, probably not even bags of flowers. Probably bags of meth. <laughs> no, that's that's too much money. It's probably just rocks that she picked up from the side of the road. <laughs> it's probably fucking empty because she's too fucking stupid to even think that far that ahead. That too. Anyway, and so I just called the cops and I told them about it. And they're like, yeah, there's probably nothing in there, but we'll send somebody there. I'm like, yeah, if anything, that's fucked up, man. Like, if there's kids in there, definitely. Of course. You know, it's literally 15 degrees outside. I don't care if she freezes her fucking face off. Right. It's not their choice to be out there if there are children. Yeah. Unlikely again. Unlikely. And then, um, but yeah, but if anything, cops show up, at least she'll fucking leave. (laughs) That's. A few days. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So this is few couple years ago and i saw her again with the same straw i'm like oh i guess she just either keeps having babies which that's actually probably very true because meth addicts like breed like bunnies they do they do those poor kids or i guess those kids never aged it must have been all the meth that stunted their growth weird weird i don't know how that happens but i'm sure it does right it makes me mad it just makes me want to get out of my car and like confront people but we all know that you can't confront people like it, that. There's no logic, so it doesn't even matter, and they don't give a fuck. Yeah. And they're, like, the biggest fucking cowards I've ever met in my life. Okay, that too, yeah. Yeah. Like, when they're strung out, they, yeah, obviously have that potential of going apeshit crazy mm-hmm, Anya. Mm-hmm. That potential, but nine times out of ten, they, like like I said, like cockroaches. and They, they just <laughs> scurry, scurry yeah. across the floor. As soon as the light shines on, they're like, <laughs> and they're gone. Yeah. See, again, from the beneath you, it devours. Okay. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a good mantra. Mm-hmm. I like the mantra, um, he who angers you controls you. That is or very true. Or conquers you. Mm-hmm. I think what, it's either way. You. Either way. He who angers you conquers you. Anger is definitely a uh, reactionary emotion. I, You know what? When, you know, did you know that I once had to go to anger management? Shocking. It was forced, too. <laughs> Yeah, it was required. So you can only imagine how well that went when I'm forced to go to anger management. Probably about as well as it would go if you weren't forced to go to anger management. Well, like, it would be one thing, like, if I chose to go. I didn't choose to go. Also, the situation that forced me into anger management was fucking bullshit. I think it was a pretty justifiable reaction. Well, now you got to explain it. Okay, so this is back in my Navy days. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this motherfucker... Uh, so we had a whole class because we were in our training, right? And we had a whole class, and we all decided to get, like, a uh, training completion, t- like, T-shirt, you know? Like, we design our own thing, just something like a keepsake. And so I coordinated the whole thing, and um, I even went to the T-shirt place and ordered everything. Everybody gave me the money for their T-shirt they wanted to get. But there was one guy, he was like, well, mind you, this wasn't a lot of money. To be fair, that was this was back in like 2007, but still, even then, it's not that expensive. So, but he was just like, "Yeah, I don't got any money," because uh, whatever, I can't even remember. But he, um, he's like, "But when we yell, all get paid," because we all get paid at the same time. Yeah, you know when yeah. they get paid. Yeah, um, you know I'll spot you. What? And it was like super cheap. And I was like, "Okay, no problem." Two pay periods went by, so well, like 
four weeks, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He still didn't pay me back. And so I confronted him and I was like, listen, it's not like it's a lot of money, but you still need to pay me back. And he's like, well, if it's not a lot of money, then why do you care? What? And I was like, well, motherfucker, because it's my money and you promised and I'm, I'm not your fucking credit. No, you owe me money. Give me my fucking money. Don't make me break your knees, bitch. Yeah. And he was just like, well, I got to pay my baby mom. I'm like, shocker, you have one. But you Probably fucking. Got more than one. You fucking hood rat. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't care about your fucking personal problems. You will pay me right fucking now, bitch. And like, and it escalated. And, Weird. And I got in trouble. You, a smallish woman mm-hmm. in the Navy, mm-hmm. highly predominantly male, mm-hmm. having problems with a male counterpart being all feisty and it escalated get the fuck out of town yeah i'm surprised like the yeah i'm the one who got hemmed up and had to go to anger management you did start the confrontation he owed you the money i'm not i'm not disavowing that like we should have broken the goddamn dude's knees yeah but it wasn't a lot of money (laughs) it's not the point it's not the point like it's not the fucking point and like he's never did pay me back my our instructor paid me because i was like this is fucking bullshit seriously i I was like i make nothing i'm an e nobody so i make no money yeah i you know like i make no money but like that's taking advantage like of somebody it's the whole principle i don't feel like i have to explain myself uh no i'm with you it is the whole this has been a lot of years i'm still pissed off about it let's find this motherfucker I don't even remember who he is but oh, like well, okay. and then i go to anger management and so they're like i'm just sitting there <laughs> like this arms folded arms folded and just look <laughs> fuck off right on the forehead and so they asked me what did you feel when that happened and i was like angry i was like this may come to a shock to you but i was angry and they're like oh, no before that and i'm like excuse me they're like no what did you feel before that fucking angry what the fuck are you trying to get at and like i'm like hence why i'm in anger management <laughs> and they're like no everybody has an emotion before that i'm like i'm pretty sure angry is an emotion it is for sure yeah and i'm like and i feel like i have every right to feel angry when somebody fucks with me <laughs> and then she's like well if you're not gonna work through this process then you shouldn't be here i'm like i couldn't agree more <laughs> did you get out of it I had to go to a session, and that's what I did, and I oh. left it early. Okay. There are many schools of thought that actually think that all anger is a secondary emotional response. Suck my ass. I didn't say I was on board <laughs> with that. I'm just saying a lot of people think that because usually you get angry because you get disrespected, you get insulted, you get, you know, jealous, whatever Okay, else. yeah, that's true, but it's a natural reaction. It is natural. All emotions are natural. Yeah. That's what makes me so angry, angry <laughs> about the whole thing. Why is it so bad to get angry? It's not. Why is it so bad to tell people, fuck you? Why is that bad? I don't think it Be- is bad. Because it hurts their feelings? I don't know. Did you hurt that dude's feelings? Did you punch him in the face or in the neck or something? Nothing. Is that how no. escalated it became? No. No. You just yelled at him? I just yelled and at him and quit telling him a little bitch and pay pay up. Your little bitch. I don't give a shit. While I'm like looking up at him, like, <laughs> listen here, goddamn it. You don't pay me my fucking money. Oh, bite your ankles. Like, <laughs> bite your ankles. Yeah, exactly. He wasn't that tall. But like, still, you know. Yeah. So that's just the thing. I'm, everybody expects, it, nowadays especially, like, you, how dare you have any form of emotion and advocate for yourself? When people are shitting all over you, and you're like, "No, fuck you," I don't have to. I don't have to uh, jump on board with your thought process. I don't mm-hmm. have to. Mm-mm. And guess what? Words are not going to tear you apart. You choose to let them tear you apart. That is true. Yeah. If I can say, "No, go fuck yourself," and they're like, "Oh, oh, oh, gasp," I don't know. I just whatever. I mean, there is the old saying, right? Sticks and stones can uh, yeah. break my bones, but mm-hmm. words will never hurt me. Words can hurt, but they don't actually like break shit, right? So, who knows? It was like you know, um, <clears throat> yeah. I'm not sure how we went down that road. Yeah, we totally we we're going to talk about why we hate hospitals. Yeah, hospitals, man. So nursing is like the only profession 
where you spend two to four years to go to college, to go into debt, to get out of it, to go to uh, work where you make basically the same money that you would make in a high-end restaurant as a server and have everybody treat you like shit. Your patients treat you like shit. Your coworkers treat you like shit. Administration treats you like shit. Everybody. Yeah. You're the handmaidens for the physicians. You're the uh, slaves to the patients. I mean, well, wait, I thought like that's no what win. nurses are for. Yeah, it's wonder why there's a nursing shortage. Weird. Yeah. Okay. And then you get, there was something that I just read the other day that like more and more nurses are getting assaulted in their jobs. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Right? I in heard a, about that. In a lot of places, it's actually a felony to get, uh, to assault a healthcare provider worker anything yeah if you assault someone in the healthcare setting then it's a felony automatically uh-huh. that almost never happens anywhere and this is nationwide yeah so like a lot of places like if a healthcare worker particularly a nurse is assaulted by a patient a lot of times administration will come and talk to them and well what could you have done differently uh not come to work yeah i could have like called in sick not been a nurse to begin with yeah it's like, how about ask how I'm doing, mm-hmm. what they can do to protect me, because I'm sorry, that whole, like a lot of people say, well, that's the job you signed up for. I'm like, no, 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 not the job. No, it is not the job. My job is not to be a fucking punching bag. Mm-mm. I firmly believe that people have every right to protect themselves by any means necessary. So I'm not saying that like, all healthcare workers need to go rampage and beat the fuck out of, you know, Methy Martha. Or call Bill Carroll. No, we just put a pillow over her fucking face. <laughs> I told you to stop watching the call bell. Um, um, or even like somebody with dementia that's violent. I'm sorry. That's, no, well, they can't help it. No, they so, can't so help ma- it. So it's okay for them to try to strangle a nurse? Nope, not okay. And that's Sorry. a very controversial thing, and I will stand by it. I don't give a fuck. No, I don't care. No, me neither. I, I don't. Any kind of illness is not an excuse for bad behavior. Right. You can, uh, if you can train a dog to do something, you can train a person to do something. Mm-hmm. And if they're getting rewarded because they're freaking out or they're hitting someone and then you give them what they wanted, that's conditioning them to continue the behavior. Right. Yeah, I had, we had, um, I wasn't working that day, but the next day I came into work and like the other nurse I was working with, he um, had to do a code gray, which is a violent patient. And like, you know, he's explaining to me the whole thing. It takes forever, you know, and stuff like that. It's a big dude. And my thing is, I'm like, I don't understand why we can't, why healthcare workers can't do simple like takedown stuff you know, to like either disarm or um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't know. Take down? Yeah. Like basic, like the guy restrain? is. Restrain? Restrain. Yeah. You know, like when in the Navy, they teach you how to do that. Like knee, or like it's like an arm bar basically so that they can't bite you. Mm-hmm. You're not. Mm-hmm. And if they keep resisting, it will just hurt them. Mm-hmm. But that's their choice, <laughs> you know, because. Otherwise, they're going to get free. They're going to hurt people. That's true. And I'm like, why can't we do that? Oh, well, you can hurt the patient. I'm like, oh, so I should get hurt. And then you expect me to come back to work. I mean, like, again, this is very controversial. Don't give a shit. It's my podcast, our podcast. <laughs> I can say whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. This, but, like, I really don't believe that, yeah, that I should get my ass beat. No. So one of the reasons I think it's so controversial is that people take it too far, right? Mm, yeah. They're like, I was just defending myself. So, yeah, I ended up killing that dude because I was defending myself. So that's a problem. But in mental health, we do. You learn those techniques to take down patients. Yeah. That's what they do. So um, they don't teach that. So I worked at a hospital at one point in time that had a behavioral health floor. And in that behavioral health floor, I actually was the one who taught the restraints and mm-hmm. how to quote unquote take down someone, but the rest of the hospital didn't have any idea how to do that, so they had to wait for security. Yeah, and yeah, mm-hmm. which is terrible because you know how much damage can that can one person who's freaking out do while you're waiting for security? Yeah, the sec- two security mall cops coming up. What the fuck are they gonna do, dude? I've seen some of them. I'm like, 
that's okay. I got it. Right. I mean, granted, some security guys are, like, great. They are. And they're phenomenal. We had this one guy. I loved him. And he was so good at just actually, like, de-escalating the patients. And he was a bigger guy. Mm-hmm. Weird how patients who are, quote, unquote, unable to control themselves, when they get when they see a dude that's bigger than them, they seem to calm the fuck down rather than being surrounded by a bunch of women. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Anyway. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, he was fantastic. And he was so good in uh, calming them down and in the actual hands-on portion of it. Yeah. I mean, you always try to de-escalate first. Of course. Of course. You know, you try that. I actually can de-escalate pretty well. Oh, man. Okay. Again, in the Navy, when I worked in one of the naval hospitals, and I did psych um, when I was, you know, I was a corpsman. I was a psych. And they called me in because I was on call because they had a patient admitted to the med search floor, but she was having psychosis, which, (laughs) besides the point... And so she would get herself all kinds of amped up. And so they just wanted to van her the whole time. And mm-hmm. the van her means, like, give her some Give Ativan. her the Ativan. Give her yeah. the Ativan. Or give her a B-52, or, which is Haldol, Ativan, and Benadryl. Yeah. And because um, she had to stay – I can't remember. She had to stay in bed for whatever reason, blah, blah, blah. And they didn't want any harm. Whatever. They did not know how to um, – I don't want to say handle, but – handle handle her so we they had the that's the psych techs take turns like doing um one-to-one for her mm-hmm. and when she was started getting worked up like we were really good at de-escalating her to trying to get her to stay in bed and blah 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 and then when the fucking doctor came in he yeah he was like the the doctors at this hospital some were great and some of them were fucking dicks but you gotta also remember some of them they're some of them are officers, so they got this fucking complex on top of it. <laughs> God forbid God forbid if they are fucking academy officers and they're raging fucking dildo holes. Like So they're giant bags of microdicks. Microdicks. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um he comes in and again I can't remember all the specifics, but like the patients start getting worked up again. And he and then the doctor gets amped up. And I'm, like, trying to calm her down. And I'm, like, hey, you know what? You're really. You're making it worse, bitch. I know. And he, I'm, like, you need to stop. You are wor- you are escalating the situation. And he's, like, I can do whatever. But, you know, and like, arguing with me because mm-hmm. I'm a subordinate. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to tell the patient. I'm, like, hey, hey, I know you're upset. It's going to be okay. Let's talk about it. And like, go ahead and let's sit down and let's talk, you know. And he just keeps interrupting and fucking pushing it more. Oh. And so guess what happens? She freaks out. She freaks the fuck out, and he fucking adamants her. I'm like, that is fucked. That is fucked. That happens all the time. And one of my biggest pet peeves when I worked on an inpatient uh, acute unit was that the provider comes in, says, oh, no, you can't leave. You're going to do this. You're going to take this medication. That's all there is to it. And then they leave. Yeah. And they're with the patient for like 15 minutes. And then all the nursing staff is like having to deal with this crisis of this patient freaking the fuck out because the doctor was just a dick bag to him. Yeah. It's like, um, I'm going to come here and fuck this ship. <laughs> and then, guess what? Right. Clean exactly. up my mess, please. Exactly. Let's stir the pot. And then, <laughs> throw the drop spoon. it. And then throw the spoon at you. And then you're like, hey, you clean up my mess now. I'm like, you fucking bastards. Catch me outside, motherfucker. You're going to have an accident you're in like, the car park. You just wait. Next time someone's escalating and you're in a locked room with them, I'm not going to come. I'm so going to respond slowly. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I didn't hear you. I was taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pinch it off, man. Right? It's already in the train's leaving the station. Can't. I can't. Do not, it's already too late. It's, it's too, late. too late. It's too late. I, I got to finish. Hope too they f- don't fucking gorilla rip your fucking head off shit down it. Right? I, or do I? Maybe I hope they kind of kick you in the face. Mm-hmm. So, which is so ironic how we just got done on our soapbox of how healthcare workers should not be insulted, <laughs> um, hey, unless you deserve it. Uh, I never said I wasn't a hypocrite. Okay, <laughs> never did I say that. But true. It's yeah. Blatant statement. Mm-hmm. I'll be. I, I take exceptional care of my patients, and then I do this podcast. So. <laughs> hypocrite. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. Is everybody? Everybody's a fucking hypocrite. Yeah, if you're like saying, "Oh, I'm not like that," you're a liar, and you're in liar. Denial. Yeah, liar, liar. Right? There was a movie back in the I don't know, might have even come out in the '90s, maybe early 2000s, called Waiting. I was all about servers. Yes, I love that movie. Right? And they're like super nice. Oh yeah, what can 
I get you? And then as soon as you turn around, you're like, and then they're teabagging your steak. Exactly. Because you're a bitch. Yep. <laughs> so hypocrites are everywhere. Mm-hmm. Sorry to bust your bubble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. I remember like when I worked in corrections, that was so awesome because the whole keeping staff safe was the priority. Like, when you had enough staff. Yes. But still. But still. But that was the priority. If the situation is unsafe, medical staff, you leave. And oddly enough, the security takes over. Huh. Weird. Weird. So weird. Um, Bizarre. I know. But like. And they're trained to take over. (laughs) Yeah. Mind blown. To de-escalate. And if de-escalation does not work, then contain and keep people safe. Mm -hmm. Oh. Mm -hmm. So goddamn weird. Anyway, very weird. But um, yeah, that was really cool because that was always a priority is um, maintaining safety, and part of the I think is teaching people how to treat you. So if people think they can get away with verbally abusing you, they will. Then it's going to they're you know they're going to keep creeping to see how far they can go. Yeah, they're going to toe the line every time. If they yep. get away with this, what next can they get away mm-hmm. with? And what is the result? So if they don't get in trouble for doing something shitty, they're just going to push the envelope next time. Mm-hmm. And so that was really great. Like if they would be talking smack or whatever or throwing me all kinds of shade, this is my favorite saving. I'm like, oh, you want to throw shade? Bitch, I'm a great motherfucking oak. I throw shade better than anybody. Try me. Try me, Try hope. Me. Try, Try me, me, hope. I come from the hood. Try me, hope. <laughs> the hood. The hood. The adult hood. <laughs> I hate that place. I want to move. Fuck that place. But it's kind of but the market's so bad nobody wants in, to, nobody wants to move in. That's not a lie. The market sucks. <laughs> it's so expensive. So everything's so expensive. But it's like Stepford wives too, because once you're in, you can't get out. You can't revert. I mean, some people do. That's called being a drug addict and living off yeah, the system. Okay, all right. They can revert. They can revert to like cockroaches. I don't really want to do that. I don't know. Some people seem to thrive. They do thrive, mm-hmm. like bunnies. Procreate. <sighs> That's okay, because it's just job security for me. That is that is very true. Also mm-hmm. for me, unfortunately, because then now you can just stir the pot, and then I have to come in and deal with it. Uh, I just pissed them off because I said that I cannot give them any more of that medication that they overuse. That's pretty much. I mean, they keep saying that they're allergic to Tylenol and ibuprofen, and they need that medication that starts with a D, and I said no. D, D. Well, so. No. I don't, I'm sorry. I don't know any medications that start right. with D. Uh, uh, Dynatap? <laughs> sure, sure. So that's me stirring the pot and then spoon thrown right at your face, and I'm out. I'm like, fuck, I should have been a doctor. Should have been a shoulda, coulda, woulda. Okay, anyway, back to the correction thing. So, um, so yes. Um, but so a lot of times, like, when they would start getting, that's, you know, bitchy. Let's just say bitchy. Okay. And start being bitchy. And start getting, you know, shitty with you. Mm-hmm. And the officers are usually like, yeah, knock that off. And, and we're done. And we're done. Right. Or if they keep going and be like, fine, goodbye, and then right. I leave. No pills for you. No pills for you. No you. soup for you. Right. <laughs> Denied. <laughs> None. Yeah. Sorry. It's amazing how much nicer people get when they realize I'm not going to give them their medications because disrespectful behavior and, and aggressive behavior is automatic refusal of medical services. That'd be so nice if that was the way it was everywhere. Yeah. You're going to be a bitch, then no meds for you. Fuck off. Yeah. Does that mean you're going to have a heart attack? I don't know. We'll no. see. Yeah, no. Like, none of these people are on any life-saving medications. And the ones who are on life-saving medications, they didn't act like a fucking asshole. Weird. Yeah, it is weird, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. So, Mm -hmm. anyway, but there, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's been times when things get hairy, you know? There was one time in particular, and everybody has that fucking spidey sense when you know something's Mm -hmm. about to pop off. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, I got called in for... Seizure-like activity. Oh, fuck. I know. And then I go in there, and I just felt it. You know, because they're like, well, she's laying on her bunk, and, you know, she won't respond. We see her breathing, though. I'm like, mm-hmm. And, like, I go to that cell, and I'm like, it just hits me. Like, you can just feel that energy. Mm-hmm. You're just, and, I'm, and I go to the officer, which I knew very well. I worked with that person for a lot of years. And I was like, I'm pretty sure she's going to try to do something, so just be real close. And so for all you people who are not healthcare workers, you know when nurses try to wake people up, notice we're always an arm length away when we wake you up. Yeah, we are. Because people tend to swing. 
Yeah, they do. And then they, a lot of times, they're like, oh, I just do that all the time. I'm like, no. That's not that common, Mm-mm. man. Mm-mm. It's not that common. No, you don't. There's, fine. I can, I can see maybe some Vietnam vets. People was like severe PTSD. Severe or PTSD. He says that if you did that all the time, wouldn't your kids be all black and blue? Because I'm, you know, yeah, they wake you up all the time, all the fucking time. Little demon kids when they're just like staring at you until you oh, wake up. God, and you like, wake up and they're right in your face. Yeah, Kevin does that to me all the time. I, I told him I was like, dude, you're gonna get smacked one of these right? days. You got to say something. Knock, knock on the door. I'll wake up. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah, and so yeah, I'm like doing the. He'll tap like, hey, so-and-so, wake up, wake up. And then, I'm, and so then, you know, I'm tapping her. And I don't remember what happened. Again, this was years ago, but, like, uh, and I think I, like, grabbed her knee and, like, shook it. And I was like, hey, come on, let's get up. And then she sits up and swings at me. Like, brings that bitch from Texas and aims right for me. Mm-hmm. And I do the mm-hmm. Matrix thing, like, <laughs> and it instantly made me angry weird i know that wasn't a secondary response to being um i don't know something else yeah and before the officer can do anything i got in her face and i was like don't you try to fucking hit me and i was like i'll put you on this fucking ground and then before before like right when i finished that then the officer like flips her over onto her belly and like holds her hands behind her back and he was like oh can i restrain her is that medically okay and i'm like oh fuck please yes fuck yes it is fine because they would me. always ask before, like in a medical situation, they always would ask the medical staff if it was okay for them to restrain them, cuff them, whatever. For sa- so all this talk, at least in the facilities that I worked at, I call bullshit when people are like, oh, they don't care, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Mm-mm, not where I work. They always asked us if it was medically safe for, for them to be restrained. So I wonder if that, because you're a member of few months ago maybe last year or something there was that nurse and was it one of the carolinas that worked in corrections who's being sued or criminally charged for negligence or manslaughter or something because the patient died or the prisoner died when the nurse was there and then the officers were there and they were like uh restraining the pay the prisoner patient whatever they're restraining them and the person died and then the nurse is being criminally charged with it but the officers are not yeah in like I wonder yeah. if that's why i mean this I don't know. this all this stuff happened before that well yeah, yeah yeah i know that but i'm just wondering why like maybe they didn't medically clear before they restrained this person How, however it worked out that's totally fucked up that the officers restraining the person that actually killed the person aren't being charged but the nurse who was actually standby yeah is being charged but i don't even think from that story like it was ever proven if it was from the restraints that killed him or whatever like you know what i'm saying and that's what drives me crazy about corrections is like people don't look at everything that's involved with corrections Mm -hmm. i'm sorry but you know what people in incarcerated have the high potential of being violent not all of them what weird you're telling me criminals are in prison yeah whoa i know but like that's what kills me everybody's like i'm like listen yeah, we try to care for these people and keep them safe. However, we have to keep ourselves safe. Sorry, you don't like that. If you don't like being locked up, here's a novel fucking idea. Stop breaking the law. Don't be a criminal. Yeah. What? I know. Crazy. Weird. But, you know, and so that situation is a very small percentage of what happens in corrections. Oh, yeah. I, it's uh, very yeah. small. And I watched the video and, like, honestly, I did not see anything just from what I watched in that video, that is like, oh my God, they totally fucked that up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, cause like mm-hmm. when, and again, I don't know that person's history. Cause when we have people incarcerated and I remember when we would have to restrain people in medical, that person was extremely violent. And so I was like, yeah, restrain her fucking ass. Cause I ain't getting beat today, you know? And so who knows? Maybe that guy did have a high potential of violence. Maybe he didn't, maybe he was a new admin and they didn't know. But that's not the point. And they did have him in medical, and they did have the nurse there. And, like, you have to restrain people. It's a fucking – it was county jail, I believe. I can't remember. But, like, you have to restrain them. You do when they're I, – yeah, I don't I don't know the whole story. Because, yeah, it's fucked up. Because they were saying, oh, well, he's having seizures. And everybody's like, well, why do you have to restrain somebody who's having seizures? Well, let me tell you, motherfucker, most of them are faking. Sorry. It's true. It's a true thing. And I don't care what anybody says. A lot of them fake. And guess what happens when nurses like me that have that bad feeling? Mm -hmm. 
because she, going back to my story, she said, well, they were saying, oh, she was having a seizure. I don't know many people who have had a seizure and then they're unresponsive afterwards, but they are breathing and they have enough sense to sit up and try to punch me in the face. So more specifically, not, we're not talking about like absent seizures. We're talking about like grandma she's flopping around chronic seizures not they're saying she was flopping around yeah yeah so we often call it seizure-like activity yeah so so i'm like so so that's just some background so that's why even if they were having seizure-like activity like i can understand why they would still be cautious be cautious because he wasn't exhibiting those um behaviors at the time right he wasn't exhibiting a standard uh textbook stuff and again i don't know the whole story because Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm not even diving into this because it doesn't fucking matter want to know why because people are going to think and formulate their own opinions despite any form of evidence wait you're telling me that they're gonna villainize people oh villainize nurses nurses yeah weird and then the weird thing about that with that nurse i do remember because i saw in the video she was standing at the door looking Mm -hmm. in the window Mm -hmm. and she was like something's wrong and she said open the cell and they did and then she did what she could to save him mm-hmm. you know so it's like but then she's getting criminalized oh she tried to save his, she tried to save his life like a hero and then oh well he didn't make it so it's her fault um so she's the bad guy so now she's a villain yeah we should invite her to join our podcast sure if she's not in jail i wonder if we can we can probably do a thing on skype <laughs> we probably could all right our time's up. Really? Mm-hmm. This was more of a fucking angry vent. This this was more of an angry vent, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It was fun. I didn't like it, motherfuckers. Fuck them all. It's like, it's our angry episode. <laughs> uh, I call it catharsis. There you all go. right? Catharsis. All right. All right, well... Thanks for listening for anyone who, you know, our couple listeners out there. Hopefully there's more at this point in time. (laughs) (laughs) Right. All right. Catch you next week. Bye. You can follow us or not. It's really up to you. But you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Insta at Healthcare Villains. Or if you want to send us some love letters or hate mail, either way, you can email us at healthcarevillains at gmail.com. Otherwise, please catch us next week on Typical Tuesdays, something to look forward to because Tuesdays are the worst, for our next episode.